Now you sound really quiet again. So annoying. I'll move my mic slightly closer. Oh, there Can we you go. hear me better? Yeah. Let me move this down because I do not want to have any issues. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun. Woo. How are you <laughs> was doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, I'm good. I uh, just watched like six plus hours of Mama Music Awards. So I guess that's redundant, right? It's Mnet Asian Music Awards. So <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Julie and I kind of watched it, the replay of Mama together just now. <laughs> um, we weren't physically together, obviously. But we were like texting each other watching this replay. God. Why was Mama six hours long? Like, let's just hop right into it. <laughs> I can't decide, like, was Mama always this long? And I was only watching clips or, like, I just, I don't know, like, why it caught me by such surprise that it was so long. Like, I thought I had seen on Twitter that it was four hours. And even that, I was like, oof, beforehand. Because I was like, one to five, that's long. <laughs> but it was actually one to seven p.m., at least for the U.S., like, live stream replay or whatever. Yeah, six hours. I think there was only one time, maybe once or twice, where I have watched like a full award show. And I do not recall it being that long. Like, that was no. brutal. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't get up at 4 a.m. Oh to do it because no way that would have happened. There's no I don't, way. I don't know what I would have done because part of me was like, maybe I should have got up at 4 a.m., right? And then it would be six hours and I could be done by 10 a.m. and move on with my day. Because I woke up kind of late today, like maybe around 11. And so like I watched like one episode of the show on Netflix I was trying to finish. And then like it was time for Mama. And like then like I ate dinner and now we're potting. So like all <laughs> I did today was like Mama watching the Mama stream. And I'm just like, wow, I could have had a whole day if I didn't do this. But then also I set an alarm for 4 a.m. And like it went off and my body was just like, ha, 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 no. So I just like kept sleeping. Exactly. It was either do this now and be awake for it or do it at 4 a.m. And then have a crap rest of your day because <laughs> you would have had no sleep. <laughs> I was looking for a run of show so badly um, because I really... I respect a lot of the artists and a lot of the artists put on great performances, but I really only stand BTS. So it was like six hours of content. And of course they go at like the very end, which like, I don't expect anything else at this point, but then it was like, I wish I would have found like a run of show or at least like known when they were coming up. Yeah. So there was like a few other artists that I wanted to see, but I did not need to sit and watch that entire performance. I just didn't. <laughs> And I had no idea when the artists that I wanted to see were going to come on. So it just made it very difficult. But I get, I did get some things done in between. But I was not as fully productive as I could have been today. But you know yeah. what? Whatever. You know, I'll just talk it up to the things I do for BTS. Like... <laughs> we'll come back to Mama. Okay. So All right. first... <laughs> First, I would like to say happy birthday to Jin, because we did not say it on the last podcast, because it wasn't quite yet his birthday, but we could have said it on the last podcast. But let's say it now. Happy birthday to Jin. <laughs> Since we last recorded, Jin had a birthday. Um, he also released Abyss. What are your thoughts on Abyss? I just think it's funny how he 
his lyrics regularly are like, I'm just a moon orbiting you. And I'm like, you're the moon orbiting us. Like, <laughs> a way to be humble because I feel like we're all these little moons orbiting you. Like, you're the worldwide handsome celeb. But, um, yeah, I, I really love the song. And I definitely streamed it, like, all day. BTS is literally the only reason I still have SoundCloud on my phone, first of all. <laughs> um, but aside from that, like, I really love the song. And I think it's really amazing. Um, it makes me sad that he was going through, like, a hard time. But I'm glad that I he know. has, like, a positive outlet, let's say. But... <sighs> I don't know. I don't want BTS to like ever be sad ever. And I know how unrealistic that is. Yeah. So I agree. How about you? I thought that was like, you know, nice. Like he should be the one getting gifts, but he's giving us a gift. So I thought that was very sweet of him. I also thought it was very sweet of him to share his thoughts and feelings. I think he put in like the note when he released the song that, you know, he normally doesn't like. I guess sharing these kind of feelings with us but if he has to do so he chooses to do so through song so I do appreciate that he takes the time out to like sit down and craft and create a song but also use it as like a method of you know like a release of like emotion and thoughts and things and it's like very relatable so it's one of those songs where you can like also release along with him so i do appreciate that and his voice just gets better each and every time like i don't know if he's like doing any kind of like additional training or he just i don't know somehow i just love seeing jen's like progression i guess um throughout the years like his vocal ability is just fantastic his voice is a hundred percent just getting better so like i really want to know like <laughs> what exercises are you doing like please tell me On December 5th, the Mela Music Awards occurred, the main ceremony, I should say, because it lasted from, like, the 2nd to the 5th. The main ceremony happened on the 5th. There was no audience. Um, BTS won Artists of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Dance, Male, Netizen's Choice, and... Eight produced and featuring Suga by IU also won. So it looks like at uh, Melon Music Awards, they performed Black Swan on Life Goes On and Dynamite. Um, yes. Would you like to talk about those performances? Uh, yes. So starting with Black Swan. <sighs> I wanted more of that performance. I was so sad that they didn't like keep going and do the full song. Yeah, it was kind of a fake out. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> I guess they only have like so much time that they could perform. Yeah. But it's Black Swan, so I want to see it. Like, <laughs> I want to see the full thing. But what they gave us was fantastic. Oh. First of all, let's just get into this um, Giga dance number they had going on. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know what that dance is called in like ballet or whatever dance genre that that was that they did, but wow. Peak. Top notch. Fantastic. Executed. Great. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for me. I just. I saw, like, so, you know, Jungkook is on the stage. My voice keeps cracking today. What is going on? Uh, I didn't hydrate enough during Mama. I just, like, sat there like a raisin, apparently. But (laughs) during um, the Melon Music Award Black Swan stage, there's, like, this circle. Or I don't know if it was Eclipse or, like, a black hole or a cave, you know. But, like, Jungkook is in the circle with his wet hair and I was just like oh no oh no 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 <laughs> like TikTok audio that's like oh no 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 it's like oh god not ready um and the whole performance was just beautiful <laughs> um they don't cut any corners ever at all no um, it was and then great. there was on. Wait, don't get there yet. Oh. Like the formation of that swan at the end, and like Jin is the head of the swan. <sighs> Many thoughts. I don't know. Like Black Swan is always performed. I don't even know how to like formulate the words to describe it. Like the artistic vision for black swan every single time it's always executed differently but it's just so good <laughs> like you know, bts week on fallon i think personally speaking the black swan performance was my favorite so like i can't even pretend to be remotely objective about black swan ever i just have a really strong emotional connection to that song as do like probably half of all army right like let's be real i feel like spotify wrapped happened and it was everyone's stuff song <laughs> or at least like definitely in the top five so um yeah yeah i could ramble but i'll stop myself i want them to know that did we talk about this on the last podcast like our wrapped yeah we we uh, i don't know maybe like in passing briefly anyway i just want them to know that like black swan was like in everybody's top five but they need to know that like She's a new spring day. But anyway, let's go on. Um, <laughs> let's go so, on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, on. <laughs> Next song that they performed. <laughs> I gotta keep the gin energy up, I guess. Yeah. You'd probably still be appalled with me for that. <laughs> I really liked the N.O. reference. Um, Just to let us, you know, or to remind us that like N.O. and on is connected in some way. Yeah. Um, also, that large gap they left for Yoongi really, like, hit me right where it hurts. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this yet. I was going to talk about it at the end. But, like, the fact that both days they didn't adjust the choreos and they didn't literally fill in the gap. Um, they didn't have someone else try to cover Yoongi's part of the song. Like, I think a lot of groups would try to have someone else do it or maybe do some kind of arrangement where 
a certain part wasn't there or whatever. And I feel like they always talk about how they're a group, but the strength of the individuals within the group is really strong. Like, no one's trying to replace Yoongi, and no one can replace Yoongi, just like any other member of the group. Like, even though they're a cohesive unit, there's, like, really strong individualism there. Yeah. Like, a part of me, I'll be honest, a part of me, like, it's hard to, like, watch it and, like, wrap my head around it. And I think it's just, the like, hearing it go from, like, live vocals to, like, a track yeah. throws me off. <laughs> So, like, a part of me is, like, it was expecting maybe that they might, um, like, rearrange it somehow or, like, have someone cover, but they've, even in the past, like, they just leave it open, and it's just a clear statement that, like, they're seven, yeah. and they don't want you to forget that. I also found it, like, important that they kept, like, leaving the gap wide open for him, um, because it makes a statement not just to like the fans but to the audience watching like worldwide and there's people that could join the fandom now or could be watching now and maybe like haven't heard about bts or whatever and they could like go on like assuming maybe that there's just only six of them they could like you know misinterpret it if they had like filled in those spaces but, like, no. Like, this, like, leaves you thinking, like, oh, there's something missing here. Yeah. Like, something and, like, is not right. This is yeah, not how it's they purposeful. It. Right. It's meant to be that way. Like, there should be seven. Like, don't, like, get used to ever seeing six or less members. And I think the members' behavior themselves really speaks to that as well. Not just during the performance, but, like, during award acceptances or, like, every single picture they've had, like, a Yoongi vinyl cut out or something. Yeah. And then, like, also during, again, I'm jumping ahead to Mama, but, like, when they literally had him on the phone, they're like, hey, man. I'm like, you're going to call him <laughs> in the middle of a live acceptance speech. Got it. I mean, I'm sure he knew. He wasn't like, oh, I'm, you know, eating Cheetos right now. Like, he was ready to go. But... Right. Yeah. Um, anyway but i digress but yes uh so you were talking about on and the shout out to no and yes them i also away. want to bring up again which i don't know if we said this on the pod or if it was just a conversation that we had <laughs> but i need someone to explain to me why it's okay for fake tattoos to be on display but not jungkook's real tattoos because now every time I see it, it's just going to make me mad. <laughs> like, what's up with that? I don't get it. I need an explanation. And I know. What I need statement. is consistency. We definitely talked about this on the pod. What I need is consistency. You either show them or you don't. Or, like, blur them or don't. Don't do it, like, half the time. Because then that's what I'm focusing on. If you truly want me to just, like, get over it one way or the other like right just be consistent so i'll be like okay i won't see the tats and then i can go think about something else instead of being like what are we <laughs> yeah I don't what's happening it. today are the tattoos only okay because they have meaning that specifically applies to the song that they're singing yeah i don't know i i i guess so <laughs> since it's like part of the creative direction of the song but like you already know how i feel so i can't answer this question i just don't i don't get it 
I don't get it. How have a strong we... like, pro Bongton tattoo agenda. Not like they need to get them, but just if they have them, they should show them <laughs> if they want to. Right. I'm sure there's more of an audience watching Mama that's not specifically um, related to like just fandoms. I would think so. So, like, but what's like, the message okay. here? Why is it okay for the fake tattoos? Like, would would there be people who are not fans of BTS or any other group that was on Mama watching it and could see an artist that has a fake tattoo on and misinterpret it and think that, oh, this is real? Like, so why is the fake tattoo okay? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm trying to, know. like, do the math. I don't know if we can mapping. comment on this, given our, like, Western <laughs> mindset or whatever, but, like... It does drive me nuts because I think yesterday the hand tats were covered and today they were free and like (laughs) you saw them and they weren't blurred out and they weren't like covered with makeup and yeah Yeah, Yeah. I just want consistency like you just said. Yeah I I just I need to like move on from this (laughs) like I don't want to spend the rest of my life just here. Life goes on. Um, any thoughts? I don't write down anything specifically about it, about this Life Goes On one. No. I think I was kind of brain dead after the on outfits, the, like, purple sheen. I was like, today the stylist chose violence, which, like, everyone says all the time, but I was just like, oof. <laughs> <sighs> um, and then Dynamite. Um, can I say this? And it's, like, not like rated R. The D's were on display, and like I just really want to like. <laughs> What's up with that? Why was he in like <laughs> in this velvet? <laughs> I'm specifically talking about J Hope. Yeah, a hundred percent is wearing. Um, so should it be hoodies? No. <laughs> anyway, next he's like wearing. <laughs> I've never had to have this conversation with you before. Like, I don't know. wearing uh, this velvet purple suit, no shirt on underneath, fully, like, bends over. (laughs) Twitter's on fire. (laughs) Like, what's going on? (laughs) This is like that day in the airport where he's wearing that jean jacket with no shirt underneath. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the suit was, like, a one-piece. Like... Oh, it was because my timeline was talking about how it was like a one piece suit, and then people were like, "Why does he have a scarf if his like <laughs> are just gonna be out?" Like, <laughs> I, like, I have no comment at this time. That's not self incriminating. Anyway, moving on um, from there, the like strong MJ reference, living for that. Love that, just to like re-emphasize that this is like kind of a dedication to MJ really appreciated that also jimin let us know that that mic was on like there was a part where he just didn't sing i was like did he forget the words like no that was just reaffirmation that our mics are on (laughs) don't forget honestly (laughs) okay i'm a huge fan and like there are times i wonder because they're so stable i'm like how are you dancing like that And your voice isn't shaking at all. And then even like me, like you have little faith being a doubter. Then they just like (laughs) stop singing. And I'm like. (sighs) 
I can't sit on a podcast without my voice cracking, right? <laughs> like, and they're like dancing their hearts out, we'll say. And I mean, this is why they do what they do, but I'm just, yeah. Maybe if we practice like day and night for like hours on end, we sound a little bit more crisp on the pod. <laughs> I'll start trying to record the pod while, like, jogging and just, like, work on, like, my breath controllers. <laughs> um, yeah, great show. It was the second year in a row that they swept um, MMA. They also swept Mama. And now they have 50-plus day songs, which is, they're the first to do that, so. Crazy kings anyway on december 6th the day after i think it's not fair that they put this back to back like that yeah i don't think that that's normal i don't think they normally have the same show in one weekend um i don't know if they just assume that oh because it's online like you guys will be fine but i'm sure there was people that stayed up all weekend long to watch both of these that's just not right (laughs) they were just hours long I wonder if there's, like, a different cultural norm about how long shows should last. And I have no comment on that other than just, like, pure speculation. Yeah, because on Western Award shows, they are trying to get you off that stage. Like, your speech better be 60 seconds or less. If you go over that, they are playing the music. <laughs> they want you off. We're like, wrap it up. <laughs> Keep it Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah. So, like I was saying, December 6th, we have the Mnet Asian Music Awards, which also had no audience, but I was very much aware this time around of that, like, audience track they had that just sounded very realistic. So, shouts out to them for somehow doing that, because it even felt like sometimes the artists were talking to, like, fans as if they were, like, there, like, in the crowd, like, pointing at them. I couldn't tell if it was the, like, Zoom call. I wasn't sure, but it was a little too crisp. Yeah, I'm like, this is very, very realistic. Um, But anyway, BTS won Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Worldwide Icon of the Year, Artist of the Year, Best Male Group, Best Performance Meal Group, Best Music Video, and Worldwide Fans Choice Top 10, as well as 8 winning Best Collaboration. It's a lot of awards there. Um, yeah, we already talked about Uni Dialing In, which I just thought was comical. Um, <laughs> for the art, uh, Album of the Year Award. Also him, like, leading and doing, like, the dual set <laughs> made me want to cry. We've now gotten, yeah, I was just going to say, we've now gotten to the part of the show where we just sob on the track. Exactly. We're now going to progress to some steps which are a bit more difficult. <laughs> and to begin. Um, and I believe it was Namjoon who said at one point, in one of the awards, I don't remember which one it was for, but he said Mama was the one award ceremony that we weren't invited to and we made our debut. And that hurt. Why? <laughs> he has the receipts. He's like, don't forget. 
<laughs> why? I want answers. Why? Why did they not get invited? And like now it's like eat it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, honestly, I like resonate with that energy. Be like, hey, thanks for the award. Remember that time you didn't invite me to your party? Like just a little bit petty. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I don't understand it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the part where Namjoon, I think I was texting you about this, but he's like, we can't wait for the time when, uh, I think it was Worldwide Icon because it was the speech he was giving in English, but he was like, I can't wait till we can all like look each other in the eyes and like say I love you or something. And we're always like, this man, like, I'm trying <laughs> so hard to not be Delulu. Like, he has rings <laughs> on his fingers. Like, I need to like back off. Okay. But like, you make it so hard. Yeah, at this point, I can't blame anyone for, like, a safe level of delusion. Uh, when you start, like, you know, going on to, like, insanity, like, stalking and stuff like that, mm, pump your brakes too much. But, you know, <laughs> they really feed into um, our fantasies. I used to watch, like, so many fanzine videos, and I probably don't do that now for my own, like, mental well-being, but, like... When people would get to go to like a fan meeting or a fan sign and you could see them like go down the line and have like cute interactions and like I was mad jealous I won't lie and sometimes I still am but like I actually don't think I could handle that like <laughs> I think I would, like even now my voice is shaking talking about it but I think I would like black out. I wonder if there's some level of like I'm assuming a portion of those fans have been with bts for like a long time girl we've been here for a long time (laughs) no like yeah we've been here for a long time but we haven't been here for a long time going to like their first fan sign and getting to like meet them and shake their hands so like i imagine that if we were in korea meeting them from like the very beginning it wouldn't feel so like uh meeting bts like you know maybe i'm sure there's probably some like level of like excitement obviously but maybe it would just feel more like normal like kind of like i know this person because i've read stories of them like like remembering these fans names and like their like business you know like (laughs) oh you're getting ready to graduate aren't you oh you know stuff like that like they know because they like talk to them and like tell them this stuff like it's very close so it's almost like that's your friend so (laughs) stop Um, (laughs) i army cannot relate (laughs) like i think you're right though because it's so like impossible for us that's why it has that level of like this is a once in a lifetime thing like i'm going to black out versus if you just started out going to those things there's some I army who can relate, and those are the people that I do greatly envy, who have studied in Korea for a long time, or were studying in Korea at, like, the inception of BTS, and, like, got to be there with them from, like, the very beginning, like, meeting them in fan signs and stuff. Let me just drink my drink, sadly. Yeah, just missed out on that window. Anyway, and we, we probably won't ever have tangent. fan signs ever again. What? I'm like, we probably won't ever have fan signs ever again. <laughs> it's just, it's not hygienic. There's no way. It's like, actually really gross when you think about it. I honestly thought about it pre-COVID. I was like, they have to touch that many people, but like, I'm not like a touchy-feely person. 
anyway, we're supposed to be uh, talking about Mama. So <laughs> they perform ah! on my and life goes on. <laughs> Thoughts on their performances? Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to take credit for your text, but you should definitely share what you texted me about the on performance um, in the arena. Oh. <laughs> or the stadium, I guess. Um, so I found like MMA rather tame compared to what they normally would do. Mm-hmm. Like I keep thinking about that 2018 MMA performance that was like for Idol and it was just like insane. Was right? that the fan dance one? I can never keep yes. any of them straight. Yeah. Yes. Like crazy. Right. Yeah. So I found this year's MMA awards like relatively like normal. Okay. Then here comes Mama. <laughs> And they start off on, and they are in a stadium performing with, like, I don't even know how many people that was. It had to be well over, like, a hundred, like, a full-fledged, like, drum line. They even had a disclaimer at the bottom, like, this was before we, like, re-entered <laughs> phase yeah. two or whatever. With a a band, as well as, like, cheerleaders. Like, there was a lot going on in that performance. It was amazing. Um, They looked like soldiers going off to war. I don't know what kind of battle, maybe like battle for like best dressed or like <laughs> they're winning most pretty or something. <laughs> I don't know, like very uh attractive. <laughs> Anime boy of your dreams. Yeah. Um just like all around like great performance. And I don't remember exactly what I said, but I think I was saying something about like forget the Super Bowl, like yeah. we'll just do it at Mama because yeah. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's what you like, said. <laughs> that's basically what this performance was. Like we don't need the Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll just do it here. Um The pyrotechnics started going off and I was just like, oh my goodness. It was it was a concert, but for yeah. one performance. Yeah. And I also couldn't help but think, were they going to do something like this for the concerts? Probably. Since it was going to be in stadiums, were they going to do something to this caliber? And then it makes me even more upset that we're in the situation that we're in right now. I'm not going to be able to handle a concert after this. I'm going to just be like having an out-of-body experience. Because 100% (laughs) that's what they would do for a concert. Oh. Especially the dynamite performance when the fireworks started going off, but they also had like the colored smoke bomb fireworks. Like, I thought it was CGI at first because it was so colorful and like bright. And I was like, no, that's real. You can see the like colored smoke drifting behind them. <laughs> so it was at least partially real, I'll say. All I could think about for dynamite was that red suit that Taven's in. Yeah. Again, I can't say anything self-incriminating, so yes. I've seen a lot of, like, um, compilations of reds, various red suits that Bangtan members have been in, and I'm like, yes, red. Hmm? Red only. Like, What would happen if we had all the members in a red suit in one go? <laughs> I felt that side. <laughs> like... Yeah. I can't even, like, formulate words to, like, (laughs) compute what I'm thinking. (sighs) I I wish you all could see her face right now. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Life goes on. 
I was wow. emotional from the moment that performance started. Like, oh my god. The frozen aesthetic and like yes. them moving through like a frozen city and like being sad and <clears throat> um Yungi, CGI Yungi walks out. I'm Can just like right you gotta warn me before you do that. Like you just like grabbed me, like you just like punched me in the throat with CGI Yungi. <laughs> like I was trying so hard to wrap my head around how they did that. I don't know how AR works, but like that was like the cleanest digital form I've ever seen of <laughs> anything ever. I don't know how. Okay, if you looked at it like really hard, you could tell that it was AR. Yeah. But even like it looked like a full body. Like it didn't look like it was like kind of 2D and I could yeah. like see through it. Like no, it had like dimensions. I don't understand how they did it because it wasn't like a screen. Yeah. Right there. So I don't know how did they go back in after and like add him in? I think so. I mean I don't know. It just it was so real. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They were like dressing all white and then he walks through this door of like light. I'm like, is this heaven? I don't know. <laughs> there was definitely a split second there when I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I didn't think it could be real Yungi, right? <laughs> but I was like, what? Yeah, I I was like, my mind was boggled. I'm still trying to like wrap my head around how they did that. I want the behind the scenes. That's what I want a behind the scenes of. Maybe they'll give it to us in like the like year 2020 like wrap up they do. Yeah, I want to know how they did that. <laughs> and this I'm like, like what we were talking more? about before, like when you were thinking Army Bad Girls Club, and I was thinking Army 60 Minutes. Like, I need some investigative <laughs> reporting. Like. I need to know, like, who are the CGI artists working at Big Hit? Like, how did you? Well, I want like, I want to know, like, are they gonna do more? Like, are they gonna use this maybe for the Grammys? Are they gonna keep using this? I don't know. It's so interesting because I was wondering how were they gonna deal with Yungi not being there? Like the part in Dynamite's choreography where they like orbit around Yungi like he's the sun. It's like a very critical part of the choreography for me because, like, you know, Yungi is kind of like the sun and him not being there is just weird right and i just can't imagine them having like a grammy's performance and he's not there but if they could do it and he's like a r in i feel like america would not know what had hit them like <laughs> exactly not ready for that for real imagine the headlines it would be insane why why are there no headlines actually? Hold on. Where are the headlines for this right now? I the mean, AR the man in. Like come on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is like the US technology gap or something. I don't know. That was insane. Never seen anything like that. Not looking like that. That was like next level. I'm like this future, future. What's that SpongeBob episode? Like <laughs> the future is now. Yeah, Squidward's like on the floor, like screaming "future." I'm like that's me. <laughs> that's me right now. You've now entered the Twilight Zone. <laughs> like, oh, anyway. Yeah. 
I think also you had another awesome. Your tweets were fire. Your tweets, your texts were fire today, and like the world needs to know because <laughs> we were watching. It was T by T's performance, and they were covering <laughs> Dynamite. But before that, they were doing one of their songs, and it was like disco night. And you were like, "Well, disco at Big Hit, like <laughs> <laughs> basically, and disco like, night at Big Hit." Dynamite came out, and Jungkook's in his little bedazzled, um, like tasseled or fringed i guess not tassels fringe like cowboy jacket i don't know what you would call that (laughs) i definitely speak english but i'm failing really hard right now (laughs) but that whole performance just was also great how long do you think jungkook has had that undercut because like really want to talk about this Theoretically, he's could have had his hair just flopped over it because you really cannot tell. Has he had it for a long time, or he just recently got it cut, and he's just been hiding it? I don't know. Like I just, I don't know. I have a hard it. time figuring out like when they've recorded various clips because they say like, "Oh, we recorded this sooner or earlier." <laughs> wow, English. Um, we recorded this earlier. Um, and there was, like, some clips over the weekend, because I'm already, like, mixing them, where, like, Jimin had the blonde hair, and then there were some clips where he had the dark hair. So, I don't know when they're recording all of these performances. Like, I think the Dynamite one, he had dark hair, so I was like, oh, this must be a more recent recording. And they also posted a picture of Yoongi in the outfit that he was wearing when they did this performance this AR performance for Life Goes On. Mm. So how far in advance were they planning this thing out? Maybe they have, like, figured out Grammy some way, somehow, before his surgery. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure they're definitely working on it right now. No. Anyway. I'm sure that the Grammys stage, if they have a solo stage, it will be on the level of, like, 2018 MMA (laughs) or any of their super iconic like the marionette fake love performance um yeah it's gonna be like so next level i can't even envision it but they already have the ar yoongi so like where do we go from here every single time i say this every single time we get on here how can this performance get bigger and they somehow do it (laughs) every single time i'm like how can they get any bigger than this and they somehow do it so like i can't even wrap my head around what the grammy's performance would look like i'm still hung up over the second cordon appearance where they had like a whole like shipping container that said the late late show and then they were on the plane and then they like recreated his studio because that whole second day was like announced like midday that day after the grammy nom right but obviously they didn't record that in like a half day And they had all the stuff planned out. So I'm like, do they just have, like, a crap ton of really high-quality performances just, like, in the archive? But they literally reconstructed the Late Late Show studio. So that's not just, like, something you pull together. Exactly. I'm thinking they knew that whether they'd gotten nominated for the Grammys or not, like, they were just going to be on court because they released Life Goes On, right? So it just happened to, like, tie in. I That... 
that video message they probably did was probably last minute, but I imagine their performance was like like the whole surprise really wasn't a surprise to anyone but us. Like, <laughs> right? Um, like they, they were already slated for a second night. We just didn't know about it, and then they like right. hyped it up as a Grammy thing. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Do you ever have quickly and then let's wrap? Do you ever have those moments where you see something happen on stage and you're like, my timeline is about to blow the <laughs> f up? Like, you're like, well, people are going to be screaming about this for ten hours. Like, yeah. Like I saw Hobie in that dynamite like suit, and I was like, here we go. Exactly. Wrap yourselves in because it's going to be a wild ride. We're going to see that Jigo dance for the next like 10 months like that's gonna be like the only thing on people's minds sustaining us i'm waiting on the like pins that artists are gonna drop it's they're coming like by the multitudes i feel them drawing them right now they're getting their etsy shops ready oh yeah 100 um <laughs> when you said artists i was thinking like musical artists and i was like no what? yeah it's coming um tay and that red student is coming Hobie was boobies out are coming. <laughs> it's coming. I can't say boobies on the air. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Hobie with his, uh, <laughs> his chest out is coming. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Since we're here, I'm going to go here. Were you looking at Weavers and the Weavers translations of Yungi's? <laughs> So Yungi was, oh, like, the one spamming, that was like <laughs> he was spamming Weavers like it was his personal group chat, you know, like when do they come on? And like <laughs> the most basic like stuff. But then he said something like, My heart is expanding with love or something. I don't know if it was during the CGI, and it was like, the breasts are enormous was like the <laughs> translation. <laughs> and it was just like Weavers is on the <laughs> Google Translate struggle bus right now. <laughs> Why are translation apps? I don't know what it is. Like the generators are just so trash. Like, <laughs> and why are they always like rated like R? I don't understand why they always <laughs> make the translations so sexual, and they were not intended to be that way. There was um. And we can definitely cut this, but there was one tweet I saw that was like, it was a screenshot of the Weaver's translation of Yungi's post about like the breasts are enormous or whatever. And it was like Nam titties in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's getting more and more buff by the day. I don't get it. It was, I think it was a life goes on performance. He's wearing this sweater, but I just couldn't really think about, like, how soft he looked. Okay, part of me was thinking about how soft he looked, and part of me was thinking about other things. <laughs> Very large. Very large, man. <laughs> I feel like that's why he's so dangerous, because it's a mix of, like, soft, fluffy giant and, like, extremely, like, sexual hard stand-like <laughs> tendencies. And you just get stuck somewhere in the middle, and it's like, well... I'm so conflicted. It's so bad. I try so hard every single day. <laughs> and they keep doing this. And then he says things like, 
our loves life our love lives are 24 7 with armies all around the world and you're just like what am i supposed to think exactly leave me alone like maybe if I had a significant other, I wouldn't think these things, but I don't think it's going to change. I don't know though, because how many army are like married and they're still like I would leave my husband in a moment for Namju, like yeah, and their spouses are like they know, yeah, yeah, like they know, like if I ever I meet do them, not like, stand a chance against any of these. Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> you're out of here. There's so many TikToks about that too, where it's like, hey, drop him. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and just like run off. <laughs> like, no questions asked, no hesitation. Sad. All right. We should wrap this up. <laughs> I feel like half of that combo is not even making it. Into yeah. <laughs> like, officially, we should wrap it up. All right. All right. <laughs> that was today's episode. <laughs> we will see you next week on another episode of girls with fun please follow us on social media and leave us nice reviews follow us on twitter and instagram at girls with fun pod and you can also find us on facebook at girls with fun podcast you can also find us on many platforms check our link in bio in one of our platforms <laughs> so that'll do it for today's episode Bye. Bye.